Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Now, for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world on HBO Pay-Per-View, ladies and gentlemen, from Mandalay Bay, Las Vegas, Uh, Let's get ready to rumble! Hello sports fans and thank you for listening to the TTM Sports Show. The sports podcast that's by the fans, for the fans. Where you can guarantee explosive debate, trending topics, big interviews and guests, and regular uploads. Proudly sponsored by Prestige Paving and Patios and Anstis Grounds and Gardens. So strap yourself in for the latest episode of the TTM Sports Show. Hello and welcome to episode number 71 of the TTM Sports Show. My name is James. Uh, my name is James. And together we are TTM Sports. So tonight, James, um, another guest, another local guest, another cool guest. We've got Alex from Gringos, James. Um, happy with this one? Yeah, Alex is somebody that I know, and I know I know a lot of the guys that play for Gringos, which, uh, if you, people that don't know, is a local Sunday League grassroots team in the Bath League, um, which is local to us, of course. Um but it's not your usual Sunday league team. It's not your traditional. So, Alex, start us off. Firstly, how did Gringos come about? Where does the name come from? And talk us about the uh, the, the kits and everything else, if anybody's seen them. Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate no it. Worries. Um, you know, Gringos is, is uh, formed as a six-a-side squad um you know in in this playground essentially um has been continued on by you know a variety of people over the years um the name gringos um you know generally i think in the west country it's it's a common greeting between friends um yeah. you know but you know as a as a word itself generally means sort of like you know foreigners and outside outsiders um we're all from all different parts of um the the country you know like whether it be moved here from 
you know xyz down to bath or majority of us live in the surrounding area so we've got Froome, trowbridge bradford on avon you know bath city center um and you know we just got together um as a six aside league a team and then the opportunity came up to turn it into an 11 aside team um which currently um is is where we're at and that was spawned from uh the bath brew house team um so i think basically that was that was going to uh, fold at, at well to some extent um and we got asked if we wanted to continue it um mitch sadler um the main the main man the gaffer um callum parfit uh, luke tree lee hamford we all sort of decided you know i reckon we could probably you know give this a go um and then obviously that leads on to the kits and stuff like that um they're, no. they're stunning, Alex. I mean, whenever, um, for anything else I like looking in, first and most foremost, I remember watching Narcos um, with my wife at home, especially that first series. It was brilliant. And it was always, a, hey, series. gringo, gringo. And it, it always reminded me of the local football team that we have, gringos. It just, I don't know why, it just always <laughs> reminded me of that. And then the next thing that drew me to it as well is aesthetically... Your club, uh, no doubt, is up there with the Dilton Marshes of the world. I'm sure you saw their kit. Um, so obviously, yeah, great kit, you know, brilliant a- kit. A- aesthetically, I think it it adds an element of prestige to a club when it's got a nice kit. If you look at uh, Venezia in Italy now, if you ever get the yeah, chance yeah. to look at their kits, they're they're featured in GQ Men's Magazine, you know, for the, for their style. So I, I agree with you. I think it's good. It, it's good for business, wouldn't you agree? Yeah, definitely. We've, you know, I mean. As a as a sort of um, former rugby man, you know, I've, I've always played my my rugby as as a kid, but I've always loved football. You know, when you're of a, a certain stature, um, you know, rugby took priority. But I love football. Um, you know, and I've always wanted to be involved in a team environment. Um, I studied um, at university. I studied sports. Um, you know, and I just love a good football kit, to be honest, boys. Um, I've got some cracking UV kits. Um, obviously, I've got Spurs kit. Um, probably the best kit I own. <laughs> Joke. I'll, really. I'll tell you one, one one nice kit, Alex. That I brought. I'm a bit of a football kit kind of saw myself. So so is James actually. And we we did a few videos. We we actually um, did a video where we did one of those mystery boxes. Uh, yeah, we did we did the unboxing. Yeah, we did oh, the nice. unboxing. Yeah, I got what did I you got. Get? I got an FC Halter shirt, which has been highly debated uh, in circles, as I thought I was mugged. Um, so, uh, yeah, it said clinker my, on the my, back. My wife actually wears that to bed now because James didn't want it. Uh, he gave it to my wife and she wears it to bed. Unacceptable. Couldn't uh, believe I, it. I, I, got, um, I got FC Sukotai from the Thai second division. Uh, we, we were a little bit underwhelmed, really, James, weren't we? Mm. We were promised these bangers and, and it didn't happen. So what well, I did, I, it's, I brought I brought a Club America. Well, I brought a Club America. I brought the Club America third kit, which was like the Aztec uh, white and black. It's like a, a crown jewel. I actually have got, a, believe it or not, I've got a, a nice. bit of um, journalistic work coming out in a month or two for Kit Magazine where I interviewed the head of Nike Football clothing um amazing mr mr pete Toppin, who's a legend and i interviewed him and uh, to talk about aesthetically how a kit works and what branding that means and one interesting fact that he did and he, he now he's now just left nike actually but one parting gift he did do was obviously after nike had secured the deal with liverpool after they left new balance as an everton fan he managed to squeeze a tiny lit of a little bit of maroon blue onto the liverpool kit which was his parting gift to us another oh, one nice. i've got is the uh, Inter Milan 
third shirt, which was uh, the white one from last season or the season before, the white one, which was absolutely stunning as well. So yeah, nice. F- football shirts are lovely. And uh, James has got one. It's the LA Galaxy David Beckham 2000. And it's got to be six, is it, James? 2007. Oh, you, 2007. Oh. You, can't, you can't go wrong. That's a, that's a classic. Yeah, absolutely. Um, back 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 to um back to Gringo's addict. Um, obviously, it. did did you take any inspiration from? Because obviously, not it, it is a group of mates and it is a team, but there is obviously people like ourselves and James. Know everybody in the town uh, where we live. Everybody yeah, knows about Gringo's. Yeah. Well, did you take any inspiration from the likes of sort of ha- hashtag FC and yeah, you know the SE exactly Dons, you know say, the, yeah. these teams that are that have a real big social media presence and and yeah. uh, it's more like a brand uh, exactly yeah it's kind of secondary I think, the, I think the i think i follow hashtag united you know since it was it was you know just charity games and i watch it yeah. religiously every sunday um and then obviously from that you know you follow on to like se dons um you know there's a lot of teams out there that were doing youtube mm. content quite like a while ago um i know a few people obviously um from you know when i i've had the my old shop you know from soccer bible yeah um, yeah and a few a few guys there you know i've, I've got you know soccer bible on tap I, I do absolutely love football um and I've, I've actually been very fortunate to you know go to like adidas hq with a good friend of mine zoe so shout really? out to zoe thank thank you very much for that i've um had a little tour of the of the HQ in Germany. And you're like you're that. living everyone's dream, aren't you? I mean, come on, mate. You know, sport by Tap, Adidas HQ. What's yeah, next? No, yeah, Adidas. I'll, I'll be honest though, James. Well, James and James, uh, the football bit was the only bit off limits. So um, <laughs> I, I got to experience some, you know, some good, great stuff there. But the football bit was completely off limits. So you know, that was that was a um, a bit of a blow. But you know, um, to meet these people that are mm. in in you know sort of um, the design industry, you know, the kits and stuff like that are just phenomenal. Um, you know, I've always had a, a sort of creative um, interest, in, you know, in designing my own kit. And you know, the, I think the black kit we've got at the moment. Um, is probably just the start um previously i think james has played in the in the collegians away kit that i did the black and yellow yeah. one, the, the hummel kit i love that kit. yeah um and then the, the old gent street one the, the first one i done was which was just the adidas um yeah the white, white one that was the yeah. white one wasn't it yeah so yeah. so that's that's the the three kits i've um sort of worked on recently and hopefully not the last Absolutely, yeah, we'd hope, love to. We'd love not. to have our image on there somewhere uh, one day. I'm Don't sure forget about do that. T- you know, I'm sure we can do a TTM one for you. Boys. That would be we, a, we, we, uh, we an unreal shirt. Um, floated the idea around the other day, James, didn't we? About we having, did. a, having a TTM Sports Six Society team. Back but, up well, there. we're always we're always open for um, local sponsorship and stuff, boys. You know, I'm sure we can have a chat and we could have and, a chat. Uh, the black and yellow of TTM Sports is uh, legendary around this town. It's the number one sports <laughs> premier podcast in the town no doubt no doubt no doubt absolutely um but obviously important as well alex is obviously the football mm. you know yes, every, ev- course, everybody yeah. everybody knows me knows that i am deeply deeply involved in football like i i love it all grassroots james james not so much james is a bit of a football snob at times you wouldn't catch him out <laughs> at lansdowne on a sunday morning watching a game but i literally uh i, I can't get enough of it so in terms of the team, I know you finished your actual regular season now and you're moving on to cup games. Yeah. How did you get on? Um, I, I know that the standard over in that Bath Sunday League, especially since all the, um, you know, the Froome Sunday League, for example, was all shut down. 
um, since then the standard over in the Bath League and you get a lot of sort of senior players and sort of semi-professional players playing in those leagues as groups of mates as well don't you yeah, teams like is it Kingsbridge they're the ones aren't uh, they Kings, you've got Kings so basically you've got work, like so there's three divisions this this year um, because the teams you know a few a few teams have folded I think over, over the last years um, the league itself is in its 50th year um, as I really? mentioned to to um, James wow. H. Oh no, you're both James H. Both James <laughs> yeah, H. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as I, as I mentioned to James earlier, um, there is an AGM tomorrow um, to discuss the future of the league, and I think some of the old guard, you know, run it for for fifty odd years in and out, and I think you know it's definitely time for a refresh, and you know I hope I'm hoping to give some input there as well. But the te- you know the three divisions, you know, back to the teams, you've got Kingsmead. Absolute king like, that's it. Yeah, world of a team. Uh, we played them in the the actual FA Somerset FA Cup. Um, they we held them for what I would say <laughs> I would like to say twenty minutes, but probably more like fifteen. Um, unfortunately, we we lost six one. But the quality of, of of what they've got is is just incredible. Um, and they've been going just as long as the league. So that's that's just that's kind of your you know your peak really in this league uh, i think a lot of the guys there play saturdays as well um generally i think you know I, the rumors are there's payment involved but i highly doubt that well, they're paying players at sunday league i doubt at sunday league but you know i think some of the guys that do actually play in their in their top team are probably playing um, a good level over, over I, i'm not afraid to say because i'm not involved in any fa affiliation apart from being a member of the england supporters travel club the fa don't take that away from me i will cry <laughs> um but but in terms of that there's got to be an element of it somewhere down the line there always is in any business or in any there's always some sort of something oh, sa- saturday football saturday football absolutely like there, yep. there's people getting paid you would be shocked at what people are actually getting paid for playing grassroots football on a saturday yeah. um you know, I think that does play... lead. Sorry, James. Go on. No, go on. No, I just think it just leads like it, it quite nicely into you know the question that um, that James has given me about you know cost and running costs and you know mm. struggles you get with a club. And I and I I'll be completely honest. You know the money you need now to actually run. I mean, we, like we play Sunday league football. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline the the sort of like the infrastructure you need and the money involved just to play 90 minutes of football on a Sunday and train once a week is just outrageous yeah you know we've got uh, on the books we've got about 30 guys you know it's hard it's hard to select a team week in week out Um, you know we are thinking about resis which is you know again we we need to work out you're you're doubling your your costs aren't you exactly yeah exactly Um, I mean as it stands at the moment I've just written some numbers down so basically Mm. um, it costs us in the range of £140 for two hours rental of the pitch and that includes the referee but that is £140 you know a week you need to find it's a a tenner from each player if you've got a squad of 14 I, I know you guys take a big squad to games with what 16 yeah, yeah. You know, so 16. what is it? You know, that's eight quid each. It's eight know, grand a year. Take. It's eight grand a year. 
Yeah. Exactly, James. Yeah. That's, if, that's if what you, it if is. If you add it all together, yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, it's phenomenal, really. And that's before you even that's consider pressure. things like um, basic things like cones, bibs, footballs, mate. Balls. Footballs are expensive. Like, yeah, mm. kit, um, league registration fees, cup registration, cup entry fees. You know, it, it is mad. You know, I I play Saturday football. I play reasonable standard of you know Wiltshire County level, and and that that's you know another disciplinary invoices, James. Disciplinary invoices for me. Yeah, I'm currently. I, well, I've just I've I've played three games back since a since a two game ban, which was a forty five pound fine. I got booked oh, again at the weekend. So there you go. Yeah. There's another twelve. I'll let you on the secret. I have technically been banned from Saturday football now for nearly fifteen years. I played about eight <laughs> games. I was sent off three times, and I got four bookings. And I and I was um, I was a bit of a hothead when I was younger. I played for collegians. It didn't go my way. I uh, I didn't feel as James knows. I didn't feel like what Gringo show is a bit of command a bit like everyone's respected within the club I felt at that particular time in that team at Collegians and James won't like me saying it but it's true there was a selection of us that probably wasn't as good as the other players and you know I had to run the line mate I I, I 100% (laughs) so I left them to play with my friends at Mel's and Vobster and I felt more uh, involved in the team setup I felt more like I'm with my friends and I could be myself and I'll tell you a story I made my debut for Mel's against that very collegians team at that collegians ground and we played at Froome college um and i scored literally a free kick top corner and i'll never forget it and i and i simply put it down to how i felt at the football club now mental health i mean as a, as a club owner as yourself surely there has to be some sort of maybe provision in place where you look at those players that are let's say not in the crowd let's not say that they're they have deep ties and always been brought up with the clubs so they're always protected <coughs> you have players from the outside coming in that are not and they let's say haven't played football their entire lives do you see what i mean you have people that yeah this is, this is the thing with sunday football you know i've you know? always looked at sunday football is a lesser man's game no 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 it's more for the love of the game, you know, it's 10.30 in the morning on a Sunday. That that in itself takes some doing to get up and get out yeah. for that. Especially especially with a few beers on board. Exactly, exactly. exactly. Um, so it's more, more for love of game, whereas Saturday football, you may play Saturday football with people who aren't necessarily your mates because you want to play at the highest level you possibly can. Sunday football, Sunday football, there's only one, there's only one level. You know, people aren't lot- leaving Gringos to go and play for Kingsmead because it's a league of, you know, it's just, you just play with who you want to play with. Um, honestly, being honest, you know, we've got such a, uh, like a good bunch of lads, you know, thing is everyone's passions run high on a match day. You know, you get, you get the tantrums, you get, you know, the, the hot headed comments, but you know, ultimately I think it's about how you get over that. And I think quite rightly, as the boys all said today, you know, we're having a bit of a chat about everything. You no know, attitude wins your games. Um, mm. And I'll quote, I'll quote Lee Hanford uh, on that, you know, and he's absolutely right. You know, on Sunday, you know, we had a hard game against, um, well, two weird town. I say hard game, you know, they finished third in the in the third division. We finished third in the second division and then we're into the cup. Now we're going away to Fry's Club. You know, the wind is absolutely howling. Yeah, the very rain, very yeah, the rain is absolutely decimated the pitches. You know, you're playing on a marsh. Um we go one nil up, you know, great start. Your first 20 minutes, we're on top two. We didn't even have a, ch- had a chat, have a chance. Sorry. And then literally one breakaway goal, heads drop. It's wet. Everyone's muddy. You know, you, in those moments, I think, you know, attitudes are key and it is tough on a Sunday. Like you say, you're getting up on a Sunday. It's freezing cold. It's soaking wet. You know, it's 10 AM. 
you you really have got to like dig deep on a Sunday. But again, it just goes back to we all love playing the game. You know, I don't play obviously I'm, I'm on the sidelines, but I just enjoy it. I enjoy going and watching the lads, supporting the lads, you know, doing what I can to help. And we've got a great bunch of mixed abilities and mm. we try and make, you know, get, keep everyone involved, whether it's, you know, on a, on a home game, um, you know, we, we just get everyone there, whether they're playing or not, you know, we get that a lot, you know, three or four people, five people turn up just to watch, you know, because it is get up, come and have watch with the lads, you know, have a drink after the game. Then you go away sort of by one o'clock, everyone's gone and you can get on, and enjoy your weekend. Yeah, yeah no, enough, it, so. it, it's it's the crack in it. That's literally what it is. You know, I I, I used to play for Sunday football for a long time, and to, and to pretty much until the Froomley um, closed. It's a big it's a big problem in football in general, at all levels really of grassroots football. And and we spoke about the cost earlier. That's one of the big things. Another thing which I don't know whether you find. I don't know what the average age of your squad is, Alex. But one thing I've noticed with me from, in it, about fifty. Yeah, well, there you go. But, you know, I've been playing adult football competitively since I was 15 years old. I'm 32 now, so what's that, 17 years? So in the last 17 years, um, when I was 15, 16, everyone, every young player in the under-16s or whatever couldn't wait to go and play adult men's football. And there was a natural, the natural progression was you went and dipped your toe in the water on a Sunday and you played on Sunday and that got you used to playing against men. And then you might go and play thirds or reserves on a Saturday when you're 16, 17. Eventually, you would then move up and you would play first team. And then, But now, you don't have the same influx of young players coming through. And, and you know, the av- I, I guarantee the average age of your squad, the average age of the players in your team is probably from the age of about 28 to about 35. Yeah, it is. It's definitely, it's definitely late 20s for sure. Um, yeah. We've got... Um, we, I'd like to give a good shout out to my main man Neil. Actually, forty-four, and he is holding down centre back like a boss still. And uh, you know, he he trains every week. He turns up every week, loves it, and he's one of the original brew house guys. Right. You know, and then, you know, it doesn't like I say with us, it doesn't really matter like your age or ability. We train every week. We pick a squad. We try and get everyone involved, and. I think we're lucky because we take people from everywhere. We've got that. We've actually got a huge squad of guys to select from. Whereas, you know, I think locally in Froome, you've obviously now got like the, the revitalised Mel squad. Um, you've yeah. got Collegians, you've got um, Froome Town. Froome Town is, you know, as a, as a club, they're, they're doing bits, you know, they are, they are, they, yeah, the, you know, the what they're doing now is at Froome Town of, of it's probably incredible, doubled yeah. in the last couple of years. It's amazing. Yeah, and I think I think that will probably have an effect on the local players going forward as well. You know, I think you'll find, um, you know, we've we've got a lad who religiously watches Froome every Saturday, and then he's absolutely pumped to play with us on a Sunday. Um, you know, and he's had man of the match, uh, you know, multiple times over the season, um, and I think he's inspired by, you know, the likes of Froome. And it's it's nice to see the town have a a, a proper club, which is, you know selling the merch people are buying the shirts and, that, and that's part of it 
You know, yeah, I think Froome's that... needed that, Alex, for 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 Nerly. You know, it, obviously we've it's always been there, but I think the first real move started happening. I'd say two thousand five, six is when they started doing the stands properly. Out with the old school chairs of like you know the the late nineties and early nineties, if you remember yeah, those. Yeah. And obviously when they started, you know, a lick of paint up there, for instance, and the pitch was better. The box goals come in and stuff like. And you could see yeah. over the past ten to fifteen years that it started to change. Now back to Gringos. Obviously, uh, time's ticking. These conversations. Yeah, ebb and flow so much it's wonderful but it's in terms of gringos now so just update our listeners where where is the club at what, what's your position in where did you finish in the league and and what are your plans for next season before we then go on and talk about tottenham yeah oh blimey um so basically uh, as i mentioned earlier we finished third in the second division um you know top division uh, i don't really think we we're really ready for because um, you've got the likes of Bath East and Kingsmead, people like that. You know, Bath East and always been good. Estab- established yeah. Bath and District Sunday League clubs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I, I'm in a way. I think we, we could all be in agreement as a as a club that we finished third. We're happy with um, performance wise. You know, pre Christmas we we were having a bit of a bad run. 2022 you know undefeated until recently so you know we finished on a high and then we're into the into the cup run um as i said um literally the, the two-way town i've got to shout them out for for last sunday's first cup game they wanted it more than we did um they took they took their chances um and that's put us in a position where you know our next game this Sunday against the Griffin um, at home up at Odd Down 3G is a must win. Um, there is a different, there's a few different routes in the cup. So um, there's essentially a, a, a winner's uh, cup and then there's a essentially a loser's cup. Um, yep. So we need to finish, ideally we need to finish sort of like third um, to to get into those next bits. We're, we're not going to, we've got Kingsmead as a fixture, you know, it's, it's, it's wrong to say we need to write that game off, but you know, it's Kingsmead. They they've won the division for the last you know God knows how long. Um, team Nathan, great team in our league, Division Two. They finished second, just above us. We've got a good um, you know it's a good watch actually um, against Team Nathan. It's very competitive. Both teams are very passionate, and we've got that in a few weeks. Um, and yeah, like I say, Griffin. That's coming up this Sunday, ten fifteen, odds down three G. Be there. You got the you got you Griffin. You got Griffin. <laughs> you got Griffin this year, this week. Yeah, yeah. Are they still Griffin. going? Are they? Yeah. So yeah, I mean they've been in the, in the Bath League for for quite some Long time. time. Yeah. Um, and again, because it used to be run by um, a guy named James Schlesinger, if you know him. I who used to don't. Play, he used to play with I used to play with him at Collegians, and he always, he was always heavily involved in the Griffin on a Sunday. But I think he actually lives in Dubai now. Oh right, love incredibly, it. yeah, no, <laughs> nice. How do you ever have live? Yeah, and yeah, absolutely. So that's, that's but, our fixture coming up. Yeah, cool. So obviously. Um, you know, obviously we've got a lot of listeners from around the world. So someone listening in San Francisco ain't going to know who that guy is from Dubai, James. But what he does know about <laughs> is what he does know about is Tottenham Hotspur, the club that believe they're, you know, in the top three of the Premier League and should be who, there. But the who, reality, who believes we're, who believes we're in the top three? Tottenham fans. On Twitter, real Tottenham Twitter. fans. We Tottenham fans. Tottenham fans. Windy last night. And he's the same. He you believe Tottenham are going to win the league. Do you think Tottenham are going to put a title challenge in, James? He said that Tottenham are going to put a title challenge in, <laughs> in within two to three years. I didn't say anything because I wanted to be polite. 
Okay, that's the reality of the situation. I was sat there thinking, really? I was like, hold on a minute. You've got Pep's Man City. You've got Jurgen Klopp's Liverpool. You've got Thomas Tuchel's Chelsea. You know, and also the Tottenham need to be really looking out for, you know, Stephen Gerrard's Aston Villa as well. So it's, uh, and then, it's and very he, easy. You know, we, we all know, we all know as well, coming up, coming up at some point, it's going to be... Um, well, it ain't going to be Eddie Howe's Newcastle, is it? But, you know, no, it's Carlo not. Ancelotti's Newcastle or whoever. Man United, you know, it's Arsenal, going to be it's, it's hard. Newcastle. The league's hard. So, Tottenham, Alex, uh, you've supported them all your life. I mean, I used to go to school with you. We, I think we um, sort of hung around in different sort of friendship groups. I think both popular in our own, right? Top, yeah, top, absolutely. Top courts, top courts Abso- <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. I think, um, you know, popular in our own rights on, let's say, opposite ends of the spectrum but it's all good um you know i would I say used to, popular james i i I, <laughs> I, would, I wouldn't say i was popular <laughs> I, I think i think you lot you lot were like uh in in our town to our listeners there was two schools um there was one on one side one on the other you <laughs> alex Joke belonged films. yeah yeah you we, we we belonged to oakford which was the school where the real g's were from and obviously <laughs> selwood where they you know prayed and etc before 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 <laughs> class so obviously and and the rich people the people that had a great start in life um and and one one of the main controversies as well when we when we went up to uh, the big school the college it was on two levels and for those who went to Oakfield we weren't used to that we were used to one <laughs> level and those that sell were already exactly never seen stairs and if we did they were crumpled and wooden um, but no in uh, in all serious Alex it's uh, you know for me personally I think it's excellent that you're on on the show now back to the nature at hand obviously Tottenham Hotspur um, a roller coaster you know oh, almost God, yeah. culminating in a title win when Leicester famously won it and then obviously again back up the roller coaster under posh narrowly losing to uh, to that incredible liverpool team of 2019 um and again it's gone back down but you know green shoots under conte yeah like you just you literally just sort of like you know rattled off the managers you know your tuchel's um chelsea your klopp's liverpool you know i don't think we've even begun to see conte's tottenham yet um no definitely you know obviously he's brought in um, Kulisevic and Bentancur, um great, great, great players. You know, from what you've seen just in the first, you know, little flickers. Um, I think he's getting them. Yeah, I he's thought Bentancur looked, looked tidy as tidy on Saturday, definitely. Yeah, yeah, and a great, perfect opportunity for them to get in against Brighton because Brighton are a solid side. You know, yeah, I they are they're on, a good team. <laughs> yeah, I think on their day, you know, they they could have caused a, a bit of upset for Spurs, but. I do genuinely believe he's getting he's getting them working. You know, um, I've seen a few comments um, from uh, sort of, of the pronunciation is is it Kulisevsky? Uh, yeah, Dayan Ku Dayan Dayan Kulisevsky. But I think Kulisevsky, he he, yeah. he pronounces it even weirder. But I think to the average <laughs> UK person, it would be so probably I think I've not done bad there. Um, so no, you've done well. Just reading, a, reading a comment, um, you know, he's he said you know training with Harry Kane. He said that you know he he's the man for him. You know Harry Kane is putting on passes. He knows he's got to be there. You know, and I think hopefully with Son and himself, you know they they can provide Harry Kane with what he needs. You know Harry Kane also very good at holding it up. You know letting Son uh, run onto it, things like that. I th- I think you know we're going to see out the season with with do I say top four? I want to. As, okay, I think as we a, need to a, finish top five, Alex, because I, yeah, I think we need to get back in that five, Europa League at least. Um, yeah, yeah. And I think if we can squeak into the top four, I think 
I think what we might have on our side is Arsenal, and they're, they're always about two games away from complete meltdown. I know they've had a decent enough season, but uh, they, you know they've only got Lacazette as a striker now, and Nketiah. I mean, um, I think they've they've trimmed their squad down and not really added anything. We've got rid of the the jokers, in my opinion. Um, yeah, I think yeah, I think agree. it's more about the outgoings and the ingoings at Tottenham in, uh, in the window because we don't need as big a squad. I touched on it the other day. You're missing one podcast. crucial element, mate. You're missing one crucial element, and that's Man United. We're just going to don't know what you're going to get. You don't know what you're going to get, do you? Realistically, guys, you know, one day they could win six one, and they could with the players they have at their disposal. But the other day well, they came to our place and us over three 0 and. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The week after that, they lost 4-1 against Watford. So, Exactly. Uh, for me, you can't predict it. I think if I was a Tottenham fan, I'd be probably the, the same as you guys. I'd be thinking guaranteed top five minimum. Anything else is failure for a club of your size and stature. And that's me being respectful. I think that I think that's fair to say that. Um, but you should be looking to try and qualify for top four. But I wouldn't be massively yeah, downbeaten if you didn't get over the line because of the clubs that are around you yeah. um and and i think um you know harry kane we talk about harry kane all the time on this show um we go we alex we go to watch england all, all the time uh, myself and james we, every every england match we're there and uh, basically we see harry kane and the guys he's just outstanding i i have never seen a striker uh, in the flesh as good as that, it naturally, for every time he gets the ball, he looks like he's going like to score. Apart yeah, from I think he's our generation. He's our generation's golden boy. I don't think we. I don't think you know when when we get old and grey. Well, I'm already old and grey. A little um, bit on the side, you know, but we. You know, <laughs> we're, I, we're, I am we're talking younger. about Harry Kane, you know, and, and yeah. his achievements. Um, I think he is, you know, definitely under pressure to win something. And I and I honestly, you know, as a Spurs fan, I think you learn to. Um, to deal with the, the empty trophy cabinet, but you know, I do think that that Conte can get them firing. And I, I do hope for his sake that you know, whether I it's hope with you us will or win a, like else. a Carabao Cup in a few. I, I do, and I because the dust is now getting dust. Is what's going round on Twitter now? Do you know what I mean? You say that. You <laughs> say that though. You yeah. say that though. Yeah. But let's be realistic, and you know, and this 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 oh, this joke goes on and on and on for a long time. Uh, we haven't won a trophy since two thousand and eight. Apart and before from that, Liverpool, apart and before from that. In, in England, uh, it was nineteen ninety nine before that. Apart from Liverpool, Chelsea, Man United, Arsenal, Man City, who else has won trophies in this country since two thousand eight? Leicester have won uh, Wigan. the FA Cup of the Premier League. Wigan have won an FA Cup. Portsmouth. Birmingham won a League Cup. Swansea won a League Cup. Portsmouth. Apart from that, Portsmouth won an FA Cup. That was what was that? That was two thousand eight as well. So it was the same year. That's great um, research, James. Actually. You know, it's great research. That's off the top of my head. Um, but you said, you know, so there's only so many teams that can win these trophies. And when you've got teams that are dominating English football, like Liverpool, Man City, you know, like Man United have done, like Arsenal have done, you know, they've dominated the FA Cup. They won 14, they've won more than anyone else. Um, you know, there's only so many trophies to go around. What do people expect Tottenham to go out and win the FA Cup every two no, years? No, you, 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 you expect Tottenham to go out and win the, the, the Conference League, mate. In all seriousness, yeah, yeah absolutely, yeah. But, you know, but, no, no disrespect, you know, but it's true. Your club's massive, and, and it yeah, is it's a massive put, club, but you we should be. 
you yeah, know we should be winning the you know winning the Africa. We should be competing in certainly the Europa League last season. I thought we, we absolutely chucked it. We were tuning up going into the second leg of the quarter final yeah, against Dynamo Zagreb. We chucked it away. You know, I tell you what the problem is with Tottenham. I'll, I'll lay it down right now. The the problem it's a with Tottenham. Thing. It's, it's, it's not just that, because that mentality started to change under Pochettino, okay? So it can be done. It can be done in any squad. Just look at Liverpool from where Jürgen picked us up from. Um, yeah. But what I will say, it's the board. It's Levy. He, he yeah, just, you could have got Diaz. You could have. If you would have acted swifter and quicker, you could have got that done. And, and ultimately, the same with Adama. You could have got that done too, but he's haggling over four million. I don't million. think we need either of those. I don't think we need either of yeah, yeah, and I, I agree. So I don't know why. But you know what I'm saying? It, you need to be when you're close to getting these deals done. For let's be honest, no, the they're one top, for me top was, bracket the one player. For me, Get them in. The one for me, right? And I, and I, look, Levy it is what it is. At the end of the day, he ain't going to put the club at risk. He ain't going to waste Great money. Businessman. But what you have got to say though, and people say, oh, he doesn't spend any money. Okay, well he spent fifty-four million pounds on Ndombele. Rubbish. He spent Awful. fifty fifty million pounds on Los Chelsea. Rubbish. Reinvested um, the bail money in that season. He spent forty-five million pound. On Davinson Sanchez, jury's out. Um, who else have we spent big money You reinvested on? £98 million all the way back into your squad. And people can talk about, like, oh, Liverpool go out and spend big. But actually, when you really look at it, I think our two clubs spend around the same. I, I do. Uh, I really yeah, do. Yeah. do you know what? We yeah, spend we about do. the same. We probably but the, do. But, and, and the thing is now is it, it's, it's a case of with Tottenham, fix the board and everything else over Tom Offer. You've got a great stadium. Let's be honest. Facilities-wise, it's up, it's, it's up there. On, I think that's quite harsh on the board. Like, I mean, we all know that Levy is a, a very shrewd businessman. Like, he, yeah. he can be quite, you know, slimy in tactics, if you like. But He just don't want to get do, his pants pulled down. Well, yeah, but I just think that we've, we've, we've started to filter out the toxic mentalities and attitudes in the squad you know mm. you you know love Deli Ali. hope he does well at Everton but I think he's been there so long should have moved him on sooner and yeah. you know when you watch him play he has moments of absolute brilliance and you cannot deny that but then yeah. other times he looks like he's stuck in the mud you know yeah. he's just walking around the park and you just think this guy's our our most expensive player we've yeah. ever bought and the attitude you know when he walked off and his time was his time was done that says it all, but you know that he, we've been dealing with that since he arrived. You know he's he's clearly not, you know, the player we thought he was, and we've had that yeah. with a few with a few players. And now you know, hopefully, the ones I, that we've brought in, we don't need Traore. We don't like. Why would we want? Why would we want? Like, I think like it that? was. Just, uh, I just don't think there's any room for him. It's like <laughs> I, I agree with what you're saying. Okay, and as a fan, he probably wasn't right for your club. It's like Everton 2.0, loads of square pegs in round holes, but on a yeah. lighter level, not as bad as Everton. But what I will say is what, I, the, what Tottenham should be in the conversation. So if you're close to getting a deal done for a particular player of a particular standard, what a lot of Tottenham fans are, from the outside looking in, are getting frustrated about is the reluctance to part with four million when the reality is if he would just you know we're not talking about twenty five million extra or extra fifteen million. We're talking we're talking twos and threes and fours over players over a period of the last five or six years where you missed out on Dybala famously. Where you missed out on um who else is it that you missed out on James? There's players out there that you could have the, got the, but Dybala didn't get. one was the one where they were they were could have got it done. Over image rights money and he wanted to come. He and and that's the only bit. So in terms of running a business and then we got instead. He's, in know. terms of running a business, he's doing a good job. Like FSG at Liverpool, I'd argue, and you could also argue the same potentially at Arsenal as well. You know, they're not they're not going under, are they? But then again, the playing squad's suffering. So as Liverpool with their transfer committee, Michael Edwards, which has now been transferred over to Julian Ward, are really starting to leverage that 
safe, safe running of the club with targeted signings and they're doing the right things to get the deals done. At the minute, Tottenham have got this bit right. You've got the foundations of your club. You ain't going under. You're not going to, you know, go into cataclysmic. Uh, you frafferism like Berry and Rochdale are at the moment. You will always be up there. But what they need to do is just get these players in and over the line. The right players. Not to say Adama yeah. Troy was right or wrong, but imagine if you have like that Dybala would have been perfect with Son and Kane. Um, yeah, but, but what, yeah, you know, yeah. And what yeah, we will yeah. do... Go on, yeah, go on. No, no, you're right. You're one, right. Play, one player, you know, I'm genuinely a little bit upset we didn't get. And if we'd have pulled the trigger on some other players sooner, you know, if we'd have done the deals with um, the two signings we've just had, you know, a bit sooner, you know, Vlahovic would have been just a, yeah. like oh. a dream signing. I mean, Imagine I just him and Kane. like debut goal. Like, you know, it's, it's incredible. And I just think, oh my God, like, you know, a player like that, you know, if we'd have just had a little bit more prospect, you know, going forward and he could see that Conte already had the, you know, had the other two um, and he wanted to add the third, I, I think we might have had a chance of getting him. And I am genuinely like, you know, I agree with that. I, I agree. I, I agree. You would have, you would have potentially got top four with that. And uh, I'm not lying. Conte, I mean, look at it. Conte's already come out and said himself at the beginning that two or three times during a transfer window, you need to back me. He wouldn't come out and publicly say that because he can at the minute because of who he is and he's new at the club and the fans will go, oh, 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 he's talking, you need to back him. You must back him. You have to back what him. You, what you can, what you can say about um, Conte is how many managers have we had at the club that have kept the same joker players there, just, you know, picking up a wage and offering very little one transfer window gone. Yeah, very, yeah. At least, ruthless, uh, the only thing out. I would football say manager about, style, you know. Yeah, he's trimmed the squad down. He's got the players that are left there are the players that he can trust. The players that he knows will listen. The players that he knows will fit into the system. Players that will work hard, do the job, right attitudes. Your Harry Winks of the world. You, you know your Tangangas. You know Hugo Lloris, another two year contract. I don't care. He was he thirty five years old. I keep him going. You know, song for me. Buffon's that's that's your crown jewels. Three years old. You know, you, you, he's got your, your, your right characters in there now. And now he can start to work with a group. And now he can start to mould us. We haven't got European football to worry about. We're only in the FA Cup as well, which is which is a good thing anyway. Um, you know, and it, it's less games. We all saw what he did at Chelsea when they had no European football for one season. Bang, piss the league. I think it'll you know? be interesting. But what we'll do, James, as, as we've been talking now for nearly 40 minutes, coming on About to 45 <laughs> minutes. Yeah, absolutely. We need to we need to wrap up the podcast now. But sure. um, b- before we go and say our goodbyes to our great guest this evening, Alex, uh, James, um, can we give our fans an update on a particular competition that we're running right now? We are running a huge giveaway in a moment where we have one ticket for England versus Switzerland on the 26th of March, Saturday. 26th of March 2022 we'll be giving away one ticket to go to the England game at Wembley all you have to do is go onto our Twitter page at TTM Sports like share subscribe tag your free friends in there and you will get to hopefully have the chance to win a ticket to England versus Switzerland and even get to meet us maybe after a couple of pints at the Green Man and we will hand you the ticket Absolutely. Um, you'll even potentially we could do a quick soundbite with you and get a little shout out onto the show also as well. And we do have another competition that will be announced in short time. Uh, the draw for that England ticket at home to Switzerland to watch Granit Xhaka try to stuff around the Wembley hallowed turf. <laughs> 
um, with a draw being made on Valentine's evening. So any ladies out there, and we know there are plenty of you that listen to the TTM Sports Show, um, you know, what a gift for your man to get him a show, to get him a ticket to watch the Three Lions, a great, great England team at the moment. So you know what you need to do. But first, we need to say thank you to Alex Hunt this evening, the main man at Gringo's, untouchable uh, in his approach to meticulous management, incredible design <laughs> ethic, a great guy, uh, Alex. Thank you so so much for popping onto the show. You're way too kind. I mean, you know, you've you've uh, you've definitely buttered my bread there, James. But um, you know, I, I don't think I was, <laughs> not for the uh, first time. <laughs> yeah, not for the first time. And, but no, uh, you know, thanks for having me on. It's the first time I've ever done anything like this. You know, and it's good to to chat football and you know, definitely to any exposure for for Gringos. You know, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter. Um, we follow TTM, so obviously you can just grab us on there. Um, and yeah, just sort of like keep an eye on everything that we're doing. We're trying to sort of, you know, promote the Bath League. Um, if, you, if you're interested in starting a Sunday league team, why not? It's not that hard. But, you know, when you've got 40 odd blokes, it might get a bit different. Yeah, it's but, a lot you know, easier. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's really enjoyable, you know. And I think, um, yeah, that's, that's about it. And hopefully the league continues and I will keep you updated and hopefully come back. Yeah, absolutely. You're welcome back anytime, Alex. The door's always wide open. Just hit me up personally and uh, we'll get that sorted out. But for this show, um, later on this week, listeners, a massive, massive interview. There are subtle clues on our Twitter page to who this man is. He's trending in the world of football right now. Let's just say he's been very busy the last couple of months, James. Absolutely. And uh, he's been uh, involved in uh, a little bit of football history as well over the last uh, probably three weeks, I would say. Absolutely. So uh, that is all from me. And that is it from me. And we'll see you again very, very soon. Up the gringos. Up the gringos. Hello, sports fans, and thank you for listening to the TTM Sports Show. The sports podcast that's by the fans for the fans where you can guarantee explosive debate trending topics big interviews and guests and regular uploads proudly sponsored by prestige paving and patios and anstis grounds and gardens so strap yourself in for the latest episode of the ttm sports show sports social podcast network It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.